Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Columnist for the Boston Globe joining us now on uh, the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, Dan, first and foremost, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm tired, but uh, we're, we have a lot of excitement here in, in Boston and, 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 of course, some really sad, yeah. sad news last night with John Havlicek, which uh, uh, I was aware that was coming, and, and the Globe was very prepared, and, and we, we honored John in a big way today in the Boston Globe. Oh, absolutely, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, bigger. such a huge yeah. figure. I, I, can, I completely concur. I remember seeing him play when I was a, when I was a kid, and uh, my dad always pointing him out. He was actually MVP of the finals when the Celtics beat the Bucks in '74. Yeah, uh, that was when you know Collins was matching up against Kareem, and and they won Game Seven at the Mecca. So, uh, but John was MVP of that series, I and mean, he's just a tremendous two-way player and a, an even better guy. And and uh, it's everybody here is uh, you know, with all the all the great things that are happening with all the teams, that was sort of a, a, a reality check last night. But uh, uh, meanwhile, <laughs> the teams are doing pretty darn good. So now they come in, Boston comes into this series uh, a little bit different than last year. Last year they were the team that had the upper hand. This year the Bucks have the, have the upper hand and the best record in the NBA. But still a lot of people, at least in this area and nationally as well, kind of saying, okay, it's great to have that, that kind of moniker hanging on your name as you come into the postseason, but you haven't really done much in a long, long time, so go ahead and prove it. Uh, is that where you're at right now, or do you look at this Bucks team vastly different this year as opposed to last yeah, I didn't see him like you guys, and you know, but the numbers speak for themselves. And I mean, their margin of victory and the number of wins, and and just you know, I mean, they they had the best year in, in in the league this year. And and I remember when the Celtics were that team, you know, back when I covered Bird and those guys, and and it's it's an achievement. So uh, I I just think you know, I feel like all bets are a little bit off uh, until we get this series going. I think it's going to be contested and close, and and I think it's going to go six or seven. I mean, I think the Bucks are better. Um, but Boston, as we know, they're 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 up and down. Their their talent quotient is probably equal to the Bucks. It's just they haven't, you know. I didn't like the idea of you know waiting for the playoffs and flipping the switch and all this stuff. And then there was nothing to be concluded from the Indiana series. It's just you know, I mean, the Eastern Conference. Let's face it, 16 wins and two losses in, in the four series. So not what you're looking for. Nothing like hockey. And. Uh, I, I don't have any conclusions. I mean, you know, we, Haywood's playing a little bit better and doesn't look like Smart's coming back. But to me, the Celtics are a loose cannon. I wouldn't want to play them. I mean, they're, they're, they're a very, very dangerous four seed. See, that's exactly what I was thinking, that you can either get the good Celtics in which they're playing yeah. together and everything's very cohesive and Brad Stevens seems to be the, the guru all over again, or you can get the bad Celtics 
that have egos that tend to have more self-induced problems than anything else. And so I guess uh, when you talk about flipping the switch, did it all come together for them against Indiana? Or is there still, as you had mentioned, just a lot of question marks? Not really. I mean, they were behind in every game in the second half. And uh, the Pacers didn't have their best player. We knew that. And just didn't have the star power that the Celtics have, pedigree, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, like guys like Brown and Tatum could be stars in the league, but they're, you know, they're 20, 21 years old and, and you know, should have no business of you know, flipping the switch. They should be playing hard every night and all that stuff. And, you know, Rozier's kind of a trick-or-treat player. You saw the good of him last year. I'm not sold on him, but, you know, he's, he's, he's hungry to get back in there. And I just think that, you know, last year's series could have gone either way. The home court made a big difference. I think you've really upgraded your coaching in this area. The Giannis is a year better and you know, more, you know, in Boston, they'll be bitching about him shooting free throws the whole series. I have warned everybody. You know, <laughs> they, they will, you know, they'll be throwing everybody at him. He'll be at the line the whole time. And, uh, you know, I think he's the best player in basketball and one of the greatest of all time. If he ever gets the outside shot, I, I love watching him. And I'm sure everybody there does. So I don't have to tell you anything you don't already know. But uh, there's no such thing as, as overrating him, in my view. Dan Shaughnessy, columnist for the Boston Globe, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Do they put two or three guys on Giannis and tell guys in the perimeter, that fifth man, so to speak, you go ahead and beat us, but we're not going to let Giannis do it? Yeah, I'm sure everybody's got their, their strategies. I mean, they're, they're praying he, he falls in love with the outside shot because that's the one everybody wants him to take. And, uh, you know, I think they'll play off him uh, until he's, you know, in the, near the paint, and then you can, then he makes the other guys better. And it's just, again, if he gets going downhill, it's over. And that's what I love about him. And, uh so, I, you know, they'll be throwing, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of Baines. They'll probably bring Ojale off the bench. Um, and, uh, obviously, uh, Horford's going to have to have his, his, his time in the penalty box, too. So, uh, good luck with that is what I say. And I'm, I'm anxious. You know, I'm really looking forward to this series. I mean, I just think in the other series, it's good, too, in the East. I mean, right. You know, the, the Celtics got to the, you know, everybody thought they'd be in the finals this year because they, they got to game seven against the Cavs at home. And, uh you know, didn't win it, and and everybody said, well, they, they'll get Irving and Haywood back, but they're automatically in the finals. But, you know, Philly, Toronto, and you guys got a lot better uh, in the off season, whereas Boston it really went the other way. Uh, the talent's still here, but it was not a better year for them. The, they did lose there uh, earlier this season, the Bucks did, uh, 117-113. It was early on. Uh, Giannis had a big game, though, still dropped 33. But the time they won, Al Horford wasn't in the lineup. Is Al Horford the biggest difference maker? He's you know he's a good he's a good player he's one of those you know kind of you you wonder where he goes sometimes because he's a, you know, does the silent thing spacing the floor and making the teammates better and all that stuff that doesn't show up but I, he does disappear for stretches for a guy you know who's a max contract guy and and you know supposed to be one of the top twenty five players in the league and and but he he can be really good and he doesn't take bad shots um, I, I don't know the, the game the Bucks lost here they fell apart strategically and, and just bad bad decisions at the end of that game I, I was stunned i'm like they, they haven't learned anything from last year's playoffs mm-hmm. but then then they just annihilated them after that and uh so you know i i think anybody in boston who, who doesn't think this is a serious threat is, is a mistaken i mean on paper it should stop here for the celtics that, yeah that would be the that would be the wise thing but until i see the bucks you know put on their big boy pants and and, and win a series against the celtics that you know it's still in doubt um, is MVP, is the MVP in your mind, Giannis, or is, should it have gone, is it okay? I don't want to hear Harden's name. I, I just, I don't like him, you know? I mean, I just, it's not, 
what you it's not what you win with. Not a big game player. I know he's unstoppable and all this stuff. And good good luck to him. But no thanks. I, I, I'll take your guys nine out of ten every time. So difference maker, we know Giannis, Kyrie. Kyrie can close out a game without a doubt. He's one of the better shooters from the outside, specifically in the postseason. Uh, what does it then come down to? Is it just simply the playmakers making plays, or do you got guys coming off the bench, or you look at a guy like Bledsoe who had a bad series last year, trying well, to, with a chip on his shoulder, trying to play better this year? What are they saying about your your injured guy? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is not going to be the first couple of games, I, and I would be surprised okay. if he plays in this series. To be honest with you, I mean, I think that you know they're they're different, obviously players, but. I don't think Smart. I'd say the same thing about Smart. And, you know, to me, it just overall it's kind of a wash because, you know, your guy really hurts the Celtics. And that's, a, you know, he's he's trouble for them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Middleton did miss a shot in the series last year. I mean, it was like yeah. he was just killing it. And I think having Lopez, you know, really helps a lot. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, and Bledsoe's got something to prove. That was bad last year. And, you, you know, you don't get pantsed by Terry Rozier. So, uh, you know, let's, let's see what he can do this year. I just – I would think they're on a little bit of a mission, and uh, that this is, you know, this is sort of a of a hurdle for them. I mean, it doesn't do any good winning all those games if you can't get past the second round. They got home court, they got the MVP. It's their time. Talking with Dan Shaughnessy, columnist for the Boston Globe. I had said this is to me the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you feel the same? Well, I, you know, it's it's interesting because, <laughs> I mean, it's not Milwaukee's great fortune that the four seed is these guys. I mean, yeah, I think I think that. Philly would have just been easier to beat. We know they've got the great starting five and the potential and all that, but they're, you know, they're they're a clown show, you know, still. And you you know you're going to beat them, uh, despite their their front five talent. Uh, Toronto, I don't get it. I thought they'd decompose after getting you know humiliated by the Cavs again and then trading their best player and all that stuff. But hey, that I Boston has a lot of trouble in Toronto, so it's I, it's hard for me to say that they're not the best team. So. Um, but, yeah, you can make a case that the, the two best teams in the Eastern Conference are playing each other in, in this round. I would uh, I would have to concur uh, wholeheartedly. Dan, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. I know you guys have a heavy heart over there in Boston after uh, Havlicek passes, but uh, thanks for taking a couple of minutes and joining us, okay? Can't wait to get to Milwaukee. We'll see you guys Sunday. Great Italian food downtown, too, so come on by, okay? Thank you. Talk to you later. There you go. Dan Shaughnessy uh, joining us, the columnist for the Boston Globe, for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.